episode of Prospect After Dark. My name is Kyle Reese for Birds on the Black. I am your host. It is Sunday. Idea what day of the week or what the actual date is? It's the seventeenth of February uh, on a Sunday. I am your host. I am Kyle Reese. Welcome to Prospects After Dark. Uh, you guys know how it works at this point. We have a pretty solid and strong follower base. Uh, I feel privileged to be the custodian. Uh, of Prospects After Dark for you, family. Uh, but let's see. Let's get right into it. We have plenty of spring training stories to go over. Uh, hello, Red October Rants. We have plenty of spring training stories to go over. We have five entries into the Dirty 35. We have a Dirty 35 podcast that's available through the Birds on the Black Podcast Network. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get right into it. Give me your questions. Hey, my cousin Charlie, son of a bitch. So my cousin Charlie, who is an amazing human being, had this thing made for me. Look at this. Look at this. It's a Kyle Reese bobblehead. That's awesome, isn't it? Look at this guy. It says Prospects After Dark right there. My cousin Charlie had it made. I love it. Charlie, I love you. So that means our first cheers tonight is to my beautiful and lovely and wonderful cousin Charlie. I raise my glass to you, my friend. I love you, buddy. Uh, it is indeed avocado time. Uh, that bobblehead is scary accurate. You know, uh, what I'll do later is I'll post a tweet of the picture that he sent me that he was trying to get the bobblehead created after. Uh, uh, and, uh, it was, it's damn accurate. It's incredible. You're basically Dwight Schrute now. I've always been Dwight Schrute, just less intelligent and with less, uh, uh, personal awareness. Congratulations on getting your audio working, uh, in your first attempt. You know, I, I was really bummed out, for, and I think that that was a, not a shot at Brendan, but it was awareness about Brendan Schaefer. I was really anxious to hear what Brendan had to say with his first day at spring training. Hopefully, he can get his audio working. Uh, again, if Brendan Schaefer goes live with one of his periscopes, you guys should check it in, especially from spring training. Uh, you know, what do we want to talk about? Look, we've got a slim Brett Cecil. We've got plenty of pitching options and talk uh, going on in the Cardinals uh, minor league camp, or in the Cardinals camp. We've got the Dirty 35. Uh, Forever Card says, what's up, Kyle? I doubt you have looked much into the draft, but have you seen anything of Zach Thompson? No, you know, um, Forever Cards, I want to put down a blanket apology to everyone right now. Because of the Dirty 35, I haven't had any time to look into the 2019 Major League Baseball draft. Uh, I'm hoping to once I get through the Dirty 35. But that's not even a name I'm familiar with yet, Forever Cards. I'm sorry about that. Uh, can you call out GM Gersh to draft? Uh, GM Gersh, it's your turn to draft. Heck says, is it strange to say I'm excited to see what Cecil will bring this year? I don't think it is, and I think we all should adopt that philosophy when it comes to Brett Cecil. Let's be cautiously optimistic about Brett Cecil. Look, uh, the Cardinals kept him around for a reason. There was a great article written about some of the emotional stuff that he went through at the onset of spring training last year that deserves a little bit more... Uh, uh, we deserve to talk about it a little bit. He lost his father-in-law while his mother-in-law was sick. He was close with them. They were like parents to him. And he slipped into a type of depression or sadness or or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't, again, it was tough on him. And he never recovered emotionally. And that's what we had last year. So, you know what? The Brett Cecil, the version of Brett Cecil, there's times when he's been really good when that knuckle curveball looks beautiful. And hopefully that's what the Cardinals get out of him in 2019. And yeah, I'm like you. I'm very excited to see what Brett Cecil has the potential to bring if he's healthy. Healthy, physically, and mentally. Uh, hey, Kyle, really needed this right now. Good, Rebby. Welcome to our little party, Rebby. Hopefully things get better for you. Uh, at a massive uh, son of a bitch, uh, Cecilia Miller and Blank are the left-handed on opening 
uh, Shreve has no options and Gomber has a lot. Uh, I will say that on opening day, you're just talking about two left-handers out of the bullpen, Brett Cecil and Andrew Miller. Uh, how many lefties would you have in the pen? Also, who would you have? I, again, if Brett Cecil looks fine in spring training, I'm going Miller and Cecil and I'm letting it figure out. Uh, if... If Cecil isn't healthy, then I, I obviously it's an open competition. Tyler Webb, uh, Chase and Shreve, Austin Gomber. The Cardinals are still saying Henesis Cabrera is a, a bullpen option, which I hate. I think they have plenty of other options that they need to test out while uh, while stretching Henesis Cabrera out. You guys know how this works. He just entered into our little office. His name is Jason Hicks. He is the godfather of Prospects After Dark. His lovely and talented wife, Jennifer Hicks, is our queen of Prospects After Dark. And uh, the patron prospect of Pro- uh, Prospects After Dark, Jordan Hicks, who is no longer a prospect, who is a mainstay uh, staple in the Cardinals bullpen. We raise our glass to the Hicks family, uh, the the first family of prospects after dark. With Gant, Myers, and Shreve out of options, who makes the roster? Uh, you know, Myers is the really interesting one to me. I think Myers, you know, there's a lot of talk about his curveball. He developed a curveball. He used it at the last game of the season last year. It was kind of interesting. To me, Myers seems like the Josh Lucas candidate, where at the end of spring, they trade him to, you know, we're just going to say the A's, because that's who they traded uh, Lucas to, a team like the A's, or a team, any team really, and get a prospect in return. Like, that's what Myers seems like to me. Gant's the really interesting one, you know, I... It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the rotation. For me, I think the Cardinals get creative for those first couple weeks of the season when they have off days. And I wouldn't be surprised if they find some way of jamming everyone in. Uh, if true Harper signed in Philadelphia 10-355 from uh, Cody Dubois. Uh, Leon, a sneaky closer candidate. Yeah, you know, I think the Cardinals are going to keep that uh, that closer spot pretty well open. I personally think that when they break camp, it's going to be Andrew Miller and uh, Jordan Hicks based on matchups. But if things get weird there, yeah, they've got Dominic Leon, they've got John Brebbia, they've got plenty of options. You know, they've got Dakota Hudson, they've got Daniel Ponce de Leon, they've got Alex Reyes. There's all this talk about Carlos Martinez moving to the bullpen, although that's not something I'm on board for, but it could very well happen. Uh, again, Shreve have trade value. Mayors has none. Uh, we say it, Mayors have none. And I, I don't disagree with you, but I think if we would have looked back one year ago and said that Josh Lucas doesn't have much trade value, uh, they still traded him. Sure, you're not going to get like a huge prospect for him. You're not going to get a player that's going to impact the Major League Club in the near future. But you might end up getting a Casey Meisner type prospect, just like the Cardinals got for, Casey, uh, for uh, Josh Lucas. And that's a top 25 prospect on my list. We're going to get to him in a couple weeks. Uh, let's do a Blues After Dark. Yeah, we want Art Lippo to do a Blues After Dark. Uh, is it concerning no reliable left-handed bat off the bench? And are they so right-handed heavy? So my thought with the lineup and with the rotation is very simple. You have to understand I'm a very simple person. I, I, I'm not smart enough to handle complex ideas. So I, I just want the best options, right? If, if Jose Martinez is your first bat off the bench, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a lefty who's going to provide that much success against righties as Jose Martinez is. I just want them to use have the best roster possible. I want them to have the best rotation possible. I do want left-handed options out of the bullpen. Uh, but for the most part, I don't care what hand, it, what hand they hit, what hand they throw. I just want them to have the best roster possible. Uh, <laughs> Art Lippo is a mutant snowflake. I disagree. I love that Art Lippo. Uh, let's see. Long time Apple podcast listener, first time live patter. So excited to join the family. A uh, pad fan, Bob. Hello, pad fan, Bob. How many starts for Wayno? I'll say 13. Uh, it's 2019 and the pitcher is still batting in the NL. So stupid. You know, I don't really, 
I feel like such a uh, a non. I don't know. I feel I feel like I'm torn about that. I don't really have any strong feelings about the DH. You know, where my mind ends up ends up going with the DH argument is that it's going to happen eventually. So why not just come to terms with the fact that it's going to happen? And then also, you know what? I think in the long term that also helps somebody keep a job. Uh, maybe maybe makes one more job for a hitter. Uh, look. I like the differences in between the AL and the NL. I wish they had been doing interleague different all these years, where when you went to American League Park, the pitcher hit. When you went to a National League Park, there was a DH. Uh, but, look, it's going to happen. It's a it's a bummer if you subscribe to it being a bummer. It's exciting if you think it's exciting. And I don't really have a feeling one way or the other about it. Uh, let's see. Never give up, never surrender on the DH from uh, from C70. We love you, buddy. Uh, what up, fam from Maggie? Hello, Maggie. Welcome to our little podcast. Most likely free agent that the Cardinals sign from Jack with a bunch of numbers. You know, I think that the, the most likely free agent that they, they sign has already been with the organization. I don't see them really signing anyone unless they get someone like Bud Norris on a minor league deal. They might bring somebody in in a minor league deal. Uh, but the one thing about most speak lately is most speak isn't messing around. He's saying that he's happy with this team for the most part. He's not doing that thing like, we'll look for ways to better our roster. He's not saying any of that stuff. Uh, he seems to be indicating to the fan base that this is the roster that they have, the 40 men that they have, and it's out of clog. And unless they, it seems to me at least, uh, reading through his his Mo speak, uh, that he's talking more about trades as a potential than he's talking about anything else. Uh, Blues are back, I agree. DH in the NL from Jay Ferg. What's up, Jay Ferg? By the way, uh, to Mr. Ferguson, I raise my glass. Uh, we saw a screenshot of Ferg. He posted it on Twitter. He was doing some work, getting talked to by uh, uh, the the news, and he had his birds on the black bat birds on the black beanie that you can get at birdsontheblack.com for twenty bucks. Uh, he had it on. He won his to you. Ferg, we love you, buddy. Montero Gorman for Arenado. A bird in hand beats two in the bush. Uh, that sounds really hot. Any chance that Robinson and Munoz both make the roster? It seems like it's one way or the other. But the Cardinals could decide to get really creative with that outfield position. Remember, they view both Munoz and Robinson as the type of player who could play the outfield. So there is a way. I would say the chances are 5 to 10%. Uh, but if don't be surprised if Tyler O'Neill's terrible if they send him down and somehow both Munoz and Robinson make the team. Uh, smashing some Valentine's candy from my mom. Let's pad. There we go. What kind of candy? Tell us what it is. Would A240 for Aeronado be a fair deal? I think it'd be a fair deal. But... I don't think it gets it done, and we won't know. We won't have any idea what it's going to take to get Arenado until we see what Harper and Machado sign for, uh, and apparently Jed Jerko too. Yeah, again, there's a cluster of uh, roster decisions to be made. Uh, I heard Muno's got three chicks pregnant in the off season. Uh, who hasn't? I mean, I I know I did. Uh, let's see. Say the cards don't re-sign Goldie. Do the cards go out? And get Arenado. You know, I don't know if they go out and get Arenado. I don't have much faith in the Cardinals being aggressive in any situation where they're going to have to outbid anyone. Uh, but I do think that they would be interested in bringing him on the roster, and I don't really know where it would go from there. Uh, look, yeah, the reason that they didn't pursue Harper further than just the beginning was because he cost too much money. It's the same thing with Machado, although I'm sure there's some other issues there with Machado. If a, they're going to have to get into a bidding war for a player, they're just not going to bring him on. Uh, Puig laughs at three chicks. Yeah, that dude's everywhere. Oh, Yanks won Arenado, no chance. But, you know, the Yanks, at this time, midseason, we were talking about the Yanks want Machado. No, You know, there's no chance anybody will get him but the Yanks. And here Machado is, uh, maybe closer to being a Padre than he is to being a Yankee. So we'll see. 
Uh, Addison Russell beat three chicks. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, beard is looking thicker from Jasticles. Yeah, I haven't trimmed this thing up, Josh. My bad. Uh, uh, Lindor truffles, I think. Uh, that's what they're called. Lind Lindor truffles. I love those things. Afraid Arenado will sign extension with the Rockies. C70 brings up a really good point. I feel like that's the direction it's headed in as well. Uh, for the Cardinals, I'm afraid of it too. But I'm actually happy for the Rockies and happy for Arenado. And I hope it pans out better in the long run than Tulo's deal did. Uh, how about this emergency declaration? I'm not going to talk about the Trump stuff. You guys know we don't talk about any of that stuff. Uh, what are we drinking tonight, Duder? Good question, Keeper Dean Roach, our good friend. Tonight we are drinking Knob Creek. Now, let me tell you what happened earlier. This cap was on all the way, and I couldn't twist the damn thing to get it off. We're in good shape now. We finally got it off, uh, but I can't put it on all the way because then I accidentally put it back on all the way, and I couldn't get it off again. Uh, great question, Keeper Dean Roach. Who treats their players worse, NCAA or MILB? Uh, man, tie for first. Uh, yeah, true, fair enough. Let's see, get the political nonsense. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I know, right. Uh, you air quoting game is strong tonight. <laughs> my, my, you know what? It's what I do best. Uh, when can we get those Kyle Reese bobbleheads? By the way, I'm gonna grab this thing. This guy's gonna be a part of our little program all night. Look at this beautiful hoodie, too. This guy's gonna be a part of our program all night. I'm gonna try not to break him. Look at this guy. Look at those guys. Uh, chances that Goldie extends with cards, I'll say more than 50%. They're gonna do everything they can. Uh, but it's emergency, Kyle. Uh, it's February 17th and my kids still have want to watch Home Alone every night. Ooh, Rhett. Ooh, Rhett. Hey, the next time you see me at uh, Schnooks, Rhett, say something. I'd love to uh, meet you and shake your hand. Uh, and also, don't let them watch Home Alone anymore. Put on, like, Die Hard or something. Change your kids forever. Have you read the new book by Michelle Obama, Becoming? It's pretty good. I have not. Uh, let's see. Chances of a strike, and what do you think of uh, Saints tweets yesterday? I didn't see the Saints tweets. I apologize about that. Uh, I will say that I think right now, as, in, as inflamed as the situation between the owners and the players seem, I mean, you're talking about... 60, 75% chance. Uh, Maggie Ladley says, My cousins gave out Knob Creek fists at a wedding favor. Oh, God, that's awesome. Yeah, they got crunk, get lit, get get fucked. Uh, when are we getting that Michaelis extension from, uh, from our buddy Wildcats? I would imagine that it's coming sooner rather than later, but I do think it's interesting that it hasn't happened yet. You know, I meant earlier in the week to check to see what Paul DeYoung signed his extension last year, what day it was for Colton Wong, and uh, we'll see about that. Uh, love the diehard suggestion. I second that. Uh, let's see. I really can't. Let's see. Done, Kyle. There we go. That a boy, right? Uh, personally, I love six one sixty five for Goldie. I think he can last those six years as a top notch level. Uh, who do you think will be the surprise prospect going to step camp? You know, Mister Hicks. I haven't thought about it at all. I've been so uh, head heavy into the dirty thirty five that I haven't thought about it at all. Uh, you know, man, that's a really great question. Look, I think that. I think that what you're talking about is the two guys like John Torres and Malcolm Nunez are going to be the two guys that really stick out. The two guys that you're hearing the most about. The two guys that are making the most noise, hitting the furthest balls uh, in step camp. I think Yorlando Los Santos is another player you're going to be hearing a lot about. Uh, Donovan Williams, uh, a second baseman outfielder, he's a really good player. Had a struggle at Johnson City level. He's really interesting. You know, pitching-wise, one of my favorite pitching prospects is a kid named Michael Baird. Keep an eye out for him. Uh, I'll be interested to get reports on Steve Gindry. Find out how the fourth-run pick out of Texas Tech is doing health-wise. There are plenty of prospects down there that are going to be interesting to keep an ear and an eye out for. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, Ronnie Williams. So Ronnie Williams is another one coming off of Tommy John surgery, moved from the rotation to the bullpen last year. I'm really pulling for Ronnie Williams and Mr. Hicks. Uh, I'm going to keep an extra eye on him because we've talked about him so much. Uh, let's see. March 2nd for Wong, the 5th for DeYoung on their extension. So uh, if Michaelis is going to sign, you're talking about in the next two or three weeks, right? Uh, your prediction for the bullpen since they will start with 12 pitchers. 
Cool. Uh, so let's get the rotation out of the way. It'll be Flaherty, and not in this order. I'll, I'll say Seamart, Flaherty, Michaelis, Wayne Owaka, uh, and then I'll say I'll say Miller and uh, uh, that uh, 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 that uh, Cecil, and then I'll say Leon. Let's see, what would that do? Six, seven, eight, Leon. Nine, Brebia. Ten, Mayers. Uh, Eleven, Hicks, and. 12 Gant. That's what I'll say. Uh, bold prediction, Michaelis starts the All-Star game from Keeper Dean Roach. I hope so. I like that. Uh, Josh asked, unfortunately, serious question, will some free agent players be forced to retire because of this offseason? Yeah, I think that we've already seen it. I could be wrong about that. I think somebody just did it, and I don't remember, Josh. That's a great question. Uh, I think it's I think it's likely, and I think that, uh, I don't know if it's for the best interest of baseball. I don't know what it is. I don't have any, like, I can't comprehend what's going on in baseball economically right now. It's hard for me to really get a feel for it, so... I would think that it's in the worst case, like worst case scenario for baseball, but I guess there's only one way to find out. Do you prefer 13 arms or 13 bats in your roster? Look, I like, I don't, I like a fluid situation. I like there to be enough pitchers in your organization like the Cardinals have where you can be aggressive about promoting and demoting them. Uh, I know that that's a little bit of abuse, but that's just how it's set up, so you might as well take care of it. I like having 13 bats for a series, uh, and then maybe having 13 arms for another series. I like being smart. I like using the roster flexibility that you have, maximizing your roster. Uh, look, I like I like pitchers. I like pitching options. So if I had to choose one or the other, I'd say 13 pitchers, uh, depending on what your bench looked like. Uh, if you have good bench options, then definitely 13 pitchers. Uh, but that, that's what I would favor for sure. Uh, Prism2 says, hello, hello, Prism. Uh, Maggie asked a little while ago, chances Waka makes it through the season without a DL stint? I'll say 0%. Uh, when does baseball start? Honest question from Daniel Saar, my good buddy Dan. Dan, I raised my knob creek to you, my friend. Uh, baseball started spring training about on a Tuesday, and the regular season starts on March 28th for the Cardinals. Jaime Garcia retired. But I think, uh, Snoop Dogg, what's up, by the way? Thanks for the, uh, thanks for talking to me today on Twitter. Um... I think Jaime retired because of uh, health issues and all that stuff. Who do you think at the pitchers and who do you think at the pitchers that could get a spot start call up? Uh, you know, John Gant's going to be the really interesting one, right? Because he can't get sent down. He's probably got a bullpen spot. Uh, I could see him getting a spot start. I could see Dakota Hudson being the first person called upon. You know, they have decisions to make with Austin Gomber and Ryan Helsley and Genesis Cabrera, Genesis Cabrera and Daniel Ponce de Leon. A lot of decisions to be made. Uh, Sean Ewing, but we have versatile arms that can go multiple innings, so why limit the bench options? Because, you know, the truth is, think about what the Cardinals' bench options are now. Like, how often are they going to use four players or three players in a game? Uh you know, their bench options are, are pedigreed. That's, that's my thought about that. But you do make a really good point, uh, Mr. Ewing, and I get what you're saying there. It's just that, like, if your bench is Jed Jerko, Tyler O'Neill, and Jose Martinez with Fernando uh, Francisco Peña catching, like, that's a really good bench. You know what I mean? What are the other options? Drew Robinson, does that really move the needle with your internal options? I think Ed, uh, Tommy Edmond will by the end of the year. Uh, but that's my thought on the matter. Like, if you have one option that you're bringing on that makes it better, like Marwin Gonzalez, something like that, then yeah, put him in that position. Uh, get creative with the lineup. But I just, again, my whole thing from the, the rotation to the lineup to roster construction is don't be set in your ways one way or the other. Let the situation be fluid. See what happens. Look at this bobblehead. Uh, let's see. Do you prefer, let's see, bold prediction, Michael starts the All-Star game. We had that from Kiefer. That was a great question. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm getting distracted. Uh, okay, do you think the cards could be in on Kimbrel if he's asking price has decreased? 
I would hope so. You know, that's the whole thing. They always talk about years over cash. And I would think that if you're talking about somebody who only wants one or two years and the Cardinals would get aggressive, uh, I don't know. Remember, Mr. Mozadlock keeps saying over and over again, and it doesn't really seem like there's much room to change on this, uh, but he keeps saying kind of over and over again that they're having trouble creating opportunities for the guys that they have, and they seem pretty comfortable with the amount of money that they spent this offseason, so I think it'll be tough for them to add anyone, even if Kimbrell appears affordable. Uh, why do the Cardinals not bring in Luis Avalon on a minor league deal? That was something I would love to know. You know Forever Cards, I wish I could tell you. Uh, look, I'm all about bringing in as many pitchers, as many players as possible. I like competition, especially from a bullpen role. I, I think that they saw that they have Webb, and they have Shreve, and they have other left-handed options, and I think they thought, well, we don't need to bring in any more. That's my guess. Uh, 5.85 for Kimbrel, and that's a deal. Again, the Cardinals just wouldn't pay that, I wouldn't think. People have the Brewers finishing first in the NL Central, but do they have the pitching? They didn't have the pitching last year, and look at where they finished last year. Uh, I, look, I will always question teams that don't have a ton of pitching depth. Uh, so, yes, I, I don't think that they have enough, but... We're just going to have to wait and see. They made it work last year because they had an incredible bullpen. And sometimes a bullpen's enough to make it work. Uh, web out of options. No, so the whole web thing is really weird. It's really complicated. I do not believe he's out of options. But I do believe that there's something weird there that even that I don't really understand particularly well. Uh, well I'll get back to you. Cardinals are the favorite in Vegas to win the Central. Again, that's based mostly on like betting odds and stuff like that. Uh, just try to keep that in mind. Uh, anything could happen. Uh, but I, it's fun, right? It's fun to know that your team is getting the betting odds. Shaw Aguiar, right side of infield, not going to work for a full year. Again, that's how I feel too. But if there's one thing that these uh, these shifting stats have told us is that teams can get away with a lot more uh, by shifting. So that's something that's really interesting. Uh, Kyle, you had any time to look into Brazabon, the new signee, thoughts? I looked into him a little bit. Again, look, you're not going to get much of a... a you're not going to get much of like a huge positive review from me. I think he's fine, right? Uh, I I don't. He's still so far away. He's big and strong for sure, but I have my questions about his swing. I know people were talking about loving his swing. I think it's a little weird. Uh, but most of the video that I've seen of it isn't really up to date, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like make much uh, of a thought about it. I I think, and you guys know this. I think it's a little irresponsible to talk about the kid and his potential uh, until you see it stateside. And that's just how I feel. He looks like he's immensely talented. He looks immensely athletic. Uh, let's see what happens. Uh, David Stearns is a goddamn genius. I agree, buddy. Uh, who has more pitching than the cards in the NL? Nobody. I agree, depth-wise. I, I completely agree. Uh, how long do you think Waka stays off the DL? Uh, by the way, I would also say that the uh, I'll say Waka stays off the DL for two months. Who loses first blueser cards from Art Lippo? Art, we were talking about you earlier, buddy. I cheers to you. Uh, we said if ever there was ever going to be somebody who hosted like Blues After Dark, it'd be you. I'd love that. I'd watch it every time it came on to you, Art Lippo. I, anyways, getting back to the cards and the pitching depth, I don't think a lot of teams in baseball have the pitching depth quality-wise that the Cardinals have. They don't really have a lot of like super high-end talent uh, once you get past like the top levels, but they definitely have pitching depth that'll be able to help all year. Pirates have a sneaky good rotation. Uh, you know, I don't think it's good, but I think it's an okay uh, Travolta thrust.gif. Travolta after dark. How about that, Art? Uh, how about Gimp with the rod dick? After dark. Either way, I'm happy. Uh, you also, what was that one that was going like this? We like to do that little jerk off motion as often in prospect after dark as possible. You, you had something like that a couple weeks ago that blew my mind. I love it. Uh, that's not true. Reyes and Martinez could both be top line starters. No, no. Uh, so again, uh, that's, that's not what I was saying. 
I'm saying like beyond those guys. Like there isn't there isn't like huge like super quality. Like they've got they've got quality arms, but they don't have like any high end after the guys who have already like made the majors. That's what I'm saying. Uh, can you check your Twitter feed, but I cannot. How about the hype video cards put out with first clip being Wayno bouncing one of the catcher? I didn't see it. Uh, the Braves have a good system, but I still think the cards are better. I think the, I'll take the Braves every day of the week. Uh, let's see. Blues after dark. They will break the hearts this season. Oh, God. I don't want to think about it. Has there been a report of Ray as a spring yet? Uh, who, well, so first off, Mark Saxon wrote a great article for The Athletic talking about Reyes' rehab, uh, and also some of the stuff, like his own personal life a little bit. I love that article. Yep, that's the one, Art. That's the one. I love it. Um, uh, that was great. And I think, uh, Brian Stahl wrote an article too, uh, but he looks poised and ready to go. They're going to give him a little bit more rest as he rebounds and recovers. Sorry, I got to do this. Uh, um. As you know, as we start spring training, but he's on a normal throwing program, so that's a positive. Uh, what does Wayno mean by heavy sinker like Morton? I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, UC Ozuna almost bust up his ride during BP. Yeah, they said that would have been like a 550 foot home run uh, if it would have stayed fair. Uh, let's see. Jerko Mayer is another prospect for Kelvin Herrera. I don't. I know Kelvin just signed with somebody, but I don't even think they can trade him at this point. Uh, they should have just signed Herrera. I think that they have plenty of pitching options. Uh, Ashley Crow, yeah, video was good. Just thought it was funny. That was the clip they chose to start. Ashley, I'm not even getting your, like, feeds here. Like, you're not even coming up on my little thing. Uh, the, I don't know. Uh, at least they're trying LOL. Oh, hey, there you are. I get you. Uh, my bad. God, I, Art, I love that gift. That's the best gift. The mime, that the woman mime, and then the male mime comes in and sees that the woman's doing it. Oh, my God, I love it. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot they just signed him. Uh, who ended up signing Shelby Miller? That was the Texas Rangers, right? It was the Texas Rangers. Am I wrong about that? Because the Rangers have just accrued every pitcher that they can on a minor league deal. Uh, I'm here, baby. I'm sorry. Uh, how's the love life? That's none of your goddamn business. Is it fuzzy for anyone else? Uh, I'm a fuzzy little man, Peach, so it should be fuzzy for everyone. Shelby Miller went to the Rangers. Good. I got that one right. Let's take former Cardinals signing on my... Oh, he signed a major league deal. I take that back. Uh, so Lance Lynn and Shelby Miller reunited, but that aside from Shelby Miller, the Rangers have been aggressive about signing players to minor league deals. Uh, let's see, getting back over here, who would you rather have, Kimbrel or Keichel? Uh, again, it's all about years for me, whichever one wants less years, how about that? I do think that I like Kimbrel a lot, he's potentially one of the all-time great closers, and that intrigues me. Uh, you can make our relationship public, Kyle, it's time, from Hooks Bear, uh, I've been in a relationship with a bear, this entire time, Are you, since I was 18 years old, me and a bear from Hooks which I think is next to Forks in Washington. It's the Twilight Joke family. Uh, I've been dating a bear. Uh, and that's not a sexual term. It's an actual bear. I do wish he would have come to STL so we could have had a Miller and Miller combo. That would have been a lot of fun. Uh, Kimbrel, we have too many uh, starting pitchers already. Well, Kimbrel's a relief pitcher. Oh, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Uh, well, this is news to me. Sorry, Ashley. It's you, me, and a bear. You know, normally there's an MMF, male, male, female, our condition is going to be male-female Barry. We're just going to engage in MFBs over and over again. Or is Kyle the Bear in an outfit? Uh, I really hope this fella isn't a, a man in a bear outfit because I got to tell you, that changes exactly how I would orient myself. What the hell are they going to do with Gregerson? I forgot all about Luke Gregerson when I was, uh, when I was going over the bullpen. Mr. Hicks, you know, the issue with Gregerson, they're, they're saying right now that he's throwing. Uh, he's, he's not ready to pitch in, like, game action just yet. 
But we're going to see, you know, my guess, and I, again, this is me hedging. If I had to pick one way or the other, Mr. Hicks, more than likely Luke Gregerson is ineffective in spring training and he gets cut before the season starts. Uh, who will start on the DL? Uh, I would guess, uh, or that ends up happening, right? He gets hurt and they just start him on the DL to start the season and then march him back, something like that. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, why is Ozuna called the Big Bear? Uh, that's a good question. I used to know, but I don't remember anymore. So Card signed Miller and Miller Park and no other Bush Stadium. But remember, Miller Park loses its naming rights in like two years, so it doesn't matter. Uh, it wasn't last year either. Uh, something like that. Yeah, that's right. Ozuna dyed the bottom of his beard blonde, and it's not great in my opinion. Does Reyes start the year on the DL? I don't think so. I think, again, this is me hedging, right? If everyone comes out of spring training healthy, don't be surprised if Alex Reyes starts in AAA uh, as a starter, as they stretch him out. That AAA team could be really weird. Now, I want, and I've said it before, I want Alex Reyes pitching out of the bullpen. I think that that makes his team immensely better. But what I want more than anything is I want the Cardinals leaving spring training with the five best starters, whoever that is. And I can't imagine a situation where the healthy Alex Reyes is not one of those. Uh, the rapper Ozuna use a Bear logo. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. Uh, makes sense then. Bear, bear is also, that's right. I knew that. But there was something like that, and there was a, that rapper Ozuna. There you go. And I, no, never mind. Uh, back to baseball, guys. <laughs> hey, you brought it up, Hooks Bear. You brought it up. Uh, new title of tonight's pad, Bears, Booze, and Baseball beats Battlestar Galactica. I just want a healthy Reyes from Wildcats. Me too, you know. Uh, I want healthy Reyes. I want healthy Carlos Martinez. I want healthy Waka. I just want health because, you know what, especially out of the pitching staff, because the pitching staff's really, really good when it's healthy. And all those guys are really talented. And sure, that means that some of the other pitchers that are, like, waiting in the wings won't get a chance at the major league level. But I just really like those pitchers, and I want them to be healthy. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Cards Gifts just said it to Mr. Hicks. Yeah, when when we read and heard that uh, they were pushing Jordan's um, uh, workload back or his day off a little bit, like, I held my breath. But it seems like everything's okay, so I'm going to drink to a healthy season from Jordan Hicks. Tyler Moustache asks a really great question. Uh, and also Maggie followed it up with a similar question. Think Wong can bring the same bat from last year he ended with. Uh, somebody said super excited to watch Flaherty's sophomore year. I am too. I do believe that Colton Wong can be that player that he was from the beginning of May until the end of the season when he was healthy. I mean, you're talking about a guy with an OPS between 780 and like 810, gets on base between 340 and 355, uh, 34 to 35% of the time. Again, maybe a batting average of 270. Like, I do think he's that guy. I think he has that potential. Uh, he's always gotten off to a slow start. Uh, I've meant to check that out. Like, this is me just um, guessing here. But I feel like he always gets off to a slow start. So keep an eye on that. Uh, how many at-bats until Addison Russell gets plunked? Hopefully every at-bat. Uh, let's see. Unpopular opinion. The reason people aren't going to games is because of absurd prices. I think that's part of it. Uh, Wong for leadoff from Jay Ferg. Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I would like to see something like that happen if he shows the ability to get on base, uh, like he's capable of. Uh, let's see. A healthy DeYoung-Wong combo is massively exciting. As long as DeYoung's hitting for power uh, and not striking out a bunch, I agree. Can we get a booze bear in baseball t-shirts with Kyle Reese's, uh, Boomlet heads. I love it. Uh, we've addressed the most likely sleeper players. Anyone who's most likely to slump. 
Look, you guys know where I stand on this. And I will say that when I watched that video of Harrison Bader swinging in the cage, I thought, wow, you can really tell his lower half has changed. He's using it with better leverage. His hips are sinking with his hands better. And he isn't bobbing when he swings, which is something that he does. I like Harrison Bader and the swing adjustments that he's made. He looks stronger, too. But if I had to pick one guy that could surprise Slump, I'd pick Harrison Bader. It seems like everyone's selling him as a 330 on base percentage guy. And I don't know necessarily know if he's that. Uh, his speed will allow him to get on base. I worry about exactly what the home run's going to be. Uh, but if I had to pick one guy, I would say that he would surprise Slump. And then you never know what's going to happen with Marcelo Zuna. Uh, I think that you're talking about a repeat of his 2018 season, just spread out over the entire year instead of like struggles for the majority of the year and then an amazing September. I think that that September plays out throughout the entire year and really makes his stats look almost identical. Uh, Gould and the commission seem to think Hudson will transition back to the rotation next year. I think that could happen this year. I I believe that Hudson is in the same position that Jack Flaherty was last offseason. And again, I all due respect to the commission and to Gould. They know way better than I do. I know that right now it's being... Uh, Langash wrote an article on MLB.com that said Hennessy Cabrera is basically a bullpen arm now. I think that's a terrible decision. Uh, but right now I would think Dakota Hudson's that first arm that goes down to Memphis and would get called up in case one of the five starters got hurt. Uh, that makes the most sense to me. That's what Jack Flaherty did last year. I would do that with Dakota Hudson because they have so many pitchers that they have to make decisions on with a 25-man that they should probably go into camp, go into the regular season trying to figure out, you know, John Gant, Mayers. Like, I think Dakota Hudson's a better pitcher than Mayers for sure. But I also think that there's other options for the bullpen that are better suited for that while giving them protection in the starting rotation. Uh, where can we buy belts with our names on them like Mosellock? Mo's a weird guy, isn't he? Uh, I can't stop thinking about that Kyle bobblehead needed in the cave. Yeah, that's a sex bot. Here you go, sex bot. Get you some. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, Gould is too snarky and, and know-it-all. I love listening to Derek Gould. I, I don't have a problem. I do think he comes across as being snarky, but you know what? Whenever you feel confident and attacked, everyone feels snarky. Uh, I feel like I was a part of that conversation a bunch today. You know, I feel like I'm part of that conversation all the time. Uh, we get, we get defensive when we feel attacked. Now, sometimes that doesn't happen, uh, and he's just being snarky. But you know what? We don't know Derek Gould. We don't know what his sense of humor is. I don't always feel like he's being snarky when he's being accused of being snarky. And sometimes he's being more snarky than I'm giving him credit for. Uh, but, uh, you know, his job isn't easy, and he's constantly getting beat up by the public for whatever. So I, I don't fault him for that. Kyle, what do you expect of Woodford this year? Hard to believe he's still only 22. Now, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he turns 23 in the next couple months. I don't remember for sure. Uh, did you watch the dunk contest? I did not. Again, so we're going to get to Jake Woodford in about two weeks in the Dirty 35. He's uh, right around the 20 spot, right around there. Uh, in the Dirty 35 ranking. And what I'll tell you is the issue with Jake Woodford has always been that he lets up too much contact, walks too many hitters, gets lets up too many base runners. That's a recipe for disaster. He's also been promoted advanced uh, to every level in the minors, and that skews his stats. I know that in Memphis, in the playoffs, he was at his best. I know his stuff looked really good. What can you expect? Uh, my guess is probably like a, th a four FIP with a 3.7 ERA, probably six strikeouts per nine innings, seven strikeouts per nine innings, and two and a half walks per nine. Hopefully he gets his home run number down. Uh, I think going to Memphis and spending the entire season at Memphis, one thing that Jake Woodford has always done really well is end the season. Uh, and I would expect that his end of 2019 will be impressive. Is the guy who popped for weed still suspended? His projections from Heartline 27. 
He's a top 15 prospect in the organization. His name is Griffin Roberts. His suspension starts right at the beginning of the minor league season. And that's like April 4th or 6th or something like that. That takes him into the end of May. The end of May. That's when he'll be able to pitch. Uh, let's see. Uh, he interacts to try the best that already makes feel stupid. Uh, let's see. No one Woodford birthday. Uh, Woodford's birthday is 1028, so he just turned 22. Uh, give Gould credit. He interacts with us from cards 11 and 11. I agree. You know, he interacts with us and he takes a lot of bullshit and he gets kind of beat around by fans. And, uh, I think he deserves credit too. Could use Cabrera, how they did Martinez in 23rd and starting bullpen and rotation the next year from Red October Rants. I look, but the thing is, with the left-handed options, there isn't a clear path for Henesis Cabrera. I could see them look if Henesis Cabrera starts a year in the major leagues. My concern is that they're going to screw with him and he's not going to get used properly. Uh, I just want the guy to be used properly, and I think right now, because of how good his entire arsenal is uh, and how good he showed as a starting pitcher down the stretch, and then as a relief pitcher in the playoffs for Memphis, I think that he's a starting pitcher, and I think that handcuffing yourself and only giving him seventy-five to eighty innings, we're just going to be in the same position next year talking about Henesis Cabrera like we're talking about. Jordan Hicks, which is still a very valuable thing, but he's not a starter. Uh, so you think Hudson starts at AAA? That's what I would do personally, yes. Uh, if attacked, he doesn't back down. Looks like we got some sex bot action. Uh, to all the sex bots in here, uh, Bobblehead. What's up, little Kyle? Yes, that's the issue, you know. Again, there's, there's four guys, and like Gant doesn't count here because he can't be sent down. But you have Ponce de Leon, you have Gomber, and you have Hudson that you don't really have a spot per se for. And that doesn't take into account Henesis Cabrera and Ryan Helsley on top of that who are on the 40-man. Uh, it doesn't take into account what you're going to do with the pitchers and the starting rotations behind him. The Cardinals are in a really interesting situation. They have plenty of arms. I can understand why they didn't sign any arms in the free agent market. Uh, it's just a whole weird thing. Is that a Dan Buffa bobblehead from Eric? Buffa doesn't squint like that, Eric. Only me. Uh, what's the shirt say? I'm wearing my, uh, I'm the dude man t-shirt, uh, from that, uh, that, uh, Big Lebowski there. Uh, Josh. I love that Big Lebowski. This is my Big Lebowski shirt. Uh, I will have bobblehead nightmares from Eller Market. Hey, Steve, to you. I'm gonna take a drink. How are you, buddy? Uh, Forever Cards asked a little while ago, I want to see Gomber in the rotation next year, but I don't know what happens this year, right? This year is going to be really interesting. Look at it this way, right? The Cardinals could lose Waka, they could lose Alex Reyes again, they could lose Wayno, uh, uh, and they still have plenty of options to fill out their rotation in their bullpen. I like that. That's a positive. That makes me feel good. Uh, but I agree, like... I just want to see these these kids get better. I want to see them given an opportunity. It's the same kind of thing with Tyler O'Neill as it is with Austin Gomber and Daniel Ponce de Leon. Uh, what good does it send them down to AAA? They needed bats. They need reps. They need innings. And they need, like, they don't need, like, 200 at-bats. They don't need 50 innings. They need more than that. Like, it's just that simple. Uh, let me see the bobblehead. I missed it from, uh, who, uh, who was it, Victoria? Here you go, Victoria. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. This is from my cousin Charlie. He sent this to me. And uh, I'll post a picture, but look at this guy. Oh, my God. Uh, Matty Carpenter over under 400 on base percentage. I'll say under. If Wake is good this year, you sign him. I do not. So the way that I would do it if I were the Cardinals, if he's good enough, you extend him a qualifying offer. If he takes it, then that sucks. Uh, but with all that injury history and the shoulder health issues and what the free agent market looks like now for pitchers, I let him walk. And maybe you can get him on a deal during the market, but yeah, I definitely let him walk. Uh, cause Stone Cold said so. Uh, its head makes a creepy noise. Yeah, that's the sound of uh, uh, perversion, really, is what it is. That's the noise I make when I come. 
Uh, how many weeks do we make it into season before someone from the original rotation goes on the injured the injured list, the DL, whatever you want to call it? I'll say one month. Uh, why doesn't and that doesn't include anybody who goes on in spring training? Uh, why doesn't your bobblehead have an avocado on his shirt? You're gonna have to ask my cousin, my cousin Charlie. Hey, Adam Van Grek, what's going on? Hey, all happy day for full squad workouts. There we go. Uh, gonna be a lot of qualifying offers accepted this year. I don't think there's gonna be a lot extended, but I think you're right. I think the ones that are extended are gonna be signed. Uh, FMK, Mo Gould, and a bear, but not Ozuna. That's bullshit. I you gotta at least incorporate Ozuna. Uh, I'd marry Derek Gould. I like that pithy tone of his. Uh, you'd bang Mo because he'd probably let you do whatever you want. And, uh, sorry, Bear. We've been in a committed relationship now since I was 18, and I'm going to have to let you go. Ah, Jesus. Man, we've had some really good questions so far. We're getting into the conversations. Gifts, how you doing, buddy, from Red October? Uh, he's not real. Don't ask him. No, he's fine. Uh, how, how big of a jackass does Manfred look like after today? From Edwin Pavizic. Pavizic. Uh, you know, I thought those, I thought Manfred looked bad today. I thought Bill DeWitt the third looked bad in the article where he was talking about the rules changes he's on board for and how he feels about it. But, you know, the thing is, you have all of these old white dudes trying to change the game of baseball to make it more appealing to the next generation. They don't have any idea what's appealing to the next generation. They have focus data to go off of, and the focus data is from other old white dudes. Uh, they, they need a handoff. If, if Mr. DeWitt thinks that using, forcing a team to use a pitcher for three batters is going to change someone's interest level in the game for a positive. He's out of his damn mind. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, look, they need to get some fresh blood in there. They need to get some innovation. They don't need to get some like old white dudes thinking for other old white dudes. Uh, they see the stat. They see that the games are taking longer to get through than they ever have. Uh, and they're talking about pace of play. You don't need to change your pace. Just be smarter. Cut commercial breaks down. A commercial breakdown. You can still get your advertising in. Show the goddamn pitcher warming up while you got the goddamn thing right next to it. The advertisement right next to it. Just play it over. I will sit in my damn chair and watch a pitcher throw warm-up pitches if I can. And you know what? I'll take in that Pepto-Bismol commercial. Be smart. Be innovative. Don't limit yourself to these these stupid ideas. Find new ways to to do something interesting. The the 22nd pitch clock is really interesting. It hasn't affected minor league baseball. I get why they're doing it. I just think there's a way to be smarter about it than what they're than what they're doing. Uh what about the Cubs selling themselves as wholesale? Uh they basically sold their soul as wholesale, so there you go. Uh what's best case scenario year for Fowler look like uh from uh Caples uh B Caples 23? You know, best case scenario, not realistic, but best case scenario is 300, 380, 20, you know, 17 home runs, uh, 30 doubles. What's realistic, I think? I think you're talking about 275, 350 on base percentage, 360 on base percentage, somewhere, somewhere like that. 12 to 15 home runs, 20 to 25 doubles. Like, that's the most realistic best-case scenario, uh, if that makes any sense. Uh, about, like, the amazing 1% chance of happening. He's an all-star, finishes in the top 20 in MVP. He has shown that in the past, I think. I think he's finished in the top 20 or 25 in MVP voting. Uh, but, again, as, as Johnny G24 just said, 2017 Dexter Fowler would be perfect. Uh, damn, Brewer signed Mustakas. Yeah, but, you know... Uh, that's another whole thing that they're going to have to work out. Moustakis wouldn't have made the cards any better. I uh, can't wait to go home. It, it's been a long day. How are you? Uh, to Victoria, I hope you get home safe. Uh, somebody said, what happened if Dex is hitting 200 late April? 
what would I do or what will the Cardinals do? If the Cardinals are producing offensively, he stays in the lineup. If they're not, then you're probably going to see Jose Martinez before you'll see Tyler O'Neill. I would go Tyler O'Neill. That's what I would do. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. If two weeks into the season, Dexter Fowler isn't hitting, he gone. I'm, I'm moving him out. I'm moving him out. I'm seeing which way he's swinging better. If he's swinging better left-handed, I'm doing some interesting matchups, you know, lefty-righty matchups with he and Jose Martinez or he and Tyler O'Neill or whatever. Uh, but they cannot, in my opinion, afford to play it cute with him. Love the MILB combo earlier. Shouldn't teams want to control their players away from the field, too? Ah, oh, God, I don't even know how I feel about that. Anyone going to be at spring training next weekend? We'll be there March 1 to 3 and happy to meet up. Adam, I wish I was. I hope you and Caleb have an amazing time. I hope you get a ton of autographs. A pace of play rule. Molina runs beside every batter, and Molina beats them. They don't deserve first. That, that, I'm going to cheers to that. Uh, Halberstrom says that Tyler O'Neill is going to hit 50 home runs. I believe firmly that he has a couple 40 home run seasons in him. 50 is a high number, but you know what? That is his ceiling. He is capable of that. Uh, Basement Freezer. Hey, what's up, Basement Freezer? You haven't been here in a while. Thanks for joining us. Let's talk about how great Wayno is. I love Wayno as a human being more than just about anything on earth. Another conspiracy theory. Ashley is in Kyle's costume and a bear is in Ashley's costume. Ha <laughs> ha! Do you think there is any way O'Neill gets 400 at bats only by injury? Golf 78. Uh, I hope so. Uh, thoughts on what Jays are doing with Vlad Jr. as a, a la Cubs and Bryant? I believe that the Cubs. Uh, let me rephrase that. I was under the impression, and I didn't read the article, that what Toronto is talking about is pushing his his service time back even further than what the Cubs did with Bryant. Uh, I am not a fan of any of it. I want the best players on the field for the Major League fans. I want Toronto to be able to go on opening day and watch Vladimir Guerrero Jr. play because he's one of the easily, probably one of the 10 best players on their Major League roster from day one. Uh, what it seems like to me what they were saying is they're going to give them the Kopech treatment where they're making sure that they're making damn sure that they get extra time. They're not even going to play with it. So you're talking about a June debut, something like that. Either way, I don't like it. Field your best damn players, man. Uh, let's see. Maggie said, new idea, O'Neal gets a concert piano and plays commercial jingles during pitching changes. Yeah, uh, Tyler O'Neal plays the piano. Who would have thought? That dude fucks, and I'm sure of it. Will Eloy win Rookie of the Year? They'll do the same thing with him. I think my concern with Eloy Jimenez is that the White Sox will do the same thing that they did with him as they did with Kopech, where months and months pass, and he still hasn't made his Major League debut. Uh, I think you're talking about Vladimir Guerrero. Kyle, I'm looking forward to seeing Luke and Baker slot in the DH in 2022. How about you? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I have Luke and Baker in my top 10 prospects in the Cardinals organization. I was more aggressive than I thought it was going to be, but the more I watched, the more I liked. I'll tell you, he's not as bad of a defender as he's being made out to be. And those evaluations are coming because he missed half of his junior year and half of his sophomore year uh, after freak injuries. He's not a great first baseman. I'm not saying that. He can handle the position. But yeah, I'm excited about it. On a typical weekend, how many MIBL games do you watch or have on? So, uh, right now, and... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to get fired up. Oh, my God. So right now, MILB TV has their archives on hold, and that is killing me. It's actually killing me from the inside out. Uh, they're doing it because they're renovating their media player finally, but it's hurt my ability to go and do some things for the Dirty 35 that I wanted to do. I had special notes made about certain games that I wanted to gif uh, for scenario purposes. I don't get to do that. Uh, what I'll tell you is, so I, I can't watch any games right now. Believe me. I would have been watching games this weekend from the archives of 2018 uh, if they were available to me in season. If I have a weekend to watch games uh, on my television, which is right there, I'll have the Cardinals on. On one laptop, I'll have two tabs of minor league baseball. And on my other, my other laptop, I'll have one tab, maybe two, depending on what games are available to me. Uh, on a typical weekend, I probably watch 
not including the Cardinals, anywhere from one to six to eight minor league games. Uh, my team is playing the Tigers draft team when we go down to Florida. Ooh, yikes. Uh, let's see. Thoughts on Bader in center field versus left-handed and O'Neal versus right-handed. Ooh, from Josh. I love that. Look, uh, here's the thing is I just want them – this is what I always say. We, we come up with these interesting – scenarios. And what I want the Cardinals to do is I want them to play the hot hands. I want them to play their best hitters, their best pitchers. Uh, if, if Tyler O'Neill's slugging, I want him in the lineup every day at center or in a corner outfield. Uh, if, if Jed Jerko is in one of those rampages he's in, you've got to find a spot for him at second base or third base, or maybe even shortstop if DeYoung is struggling. You have to use your best players when they are hot, especially when you have a team full of players who tend to streak, you know, tend to be streaky hitters. That's what I want to see. And if that means that Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader have a platoon kind of split thing going on, then I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, I just want them to play the best. Uh, send Vlad Jr. down to AAA. I will enjoy watching him <laughs> from Storting Bowl. Yeah, you know what? That's the one positive. The one positive about sending the kids down to the minor leagues is those people in those small towns or average-sized towns get a chance to see the kids one final time. Uh, let's see. How Mo and DeWitt going to answer another year of missing the playoffs? I don't think they are. Uh, I, 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 first off, I think the Cardinals make it to a wild card. To me, that's the worst case scenario because they can sell it to you that they've made the wild card. Uh, but how are they going to spin it? Man, I can't even imagine. Thoughts on Dylan Carlson from Jack Numbers. Uh, you know, Jack, I love Dylan Carlson. He too is a top 10 prospect in the Cardinals organization, I think. Hold on. Yes. That's a little bit of a that's a giveaway. Uh, he is indeed a top ten prospect in the Cardinals organization for me. Look, ignore his batting average. Fuck the batting average. It's overrated. It only paints a small, small portion of the puzzle. Uh, he's a patient hitter. He's athletic. He's big. He's a better corner outfielder than anyone's given him credit for. He has a really strong arm. That's really, really damn impressive. Uh, he's just a really impressive and smart kid. His dad is a highly thought of baseball coach. His mom has gone through some medical issues. He's an adult in a 20-year-old's body. Uh, he's the kind of kid you root for who just understands baseball and does everything right. Expect him to have a big breakout 20-whatever-year uh, this season is. Uh, I love guys who can mash and Lucan can mash. Uh, less watching games equals more Ashley time. Sorry, Ash. Minor leagues comes first. Gifts, my brother Mike, and minor league baseball come first. Uh, Andrew Kisner, certified masher. I love that Andrew Kisner. The real, oh, fuck. Do you think the, do you think the limiting factor on O'Neill's home run ceiling is whether his Prince Albert gets, uh, gets infected? I do. I absolutely do. Bader looks different already with the swing. I agree, Mr. Hicks. Uh, I like the four-man platoon outfield. Yeah, that was something we talked about last week, pad fanboy. I like the idea of, like, each outfielder gets a day off on the fourth day. You know, Tyler O'Neill plays left, and then he plays center, and then he plays right, and then he gets a day off. Supplementing each one of those players getting a day off. Uh, from someone who's in college, MLB needs two shifts to a Bryce Harper-type swag the owners will dislike. Uh, thoughts on how valuable Jeff Albert will be on the team? I'm anxious to see. Again, you know, what I've always said about Albert is I don't expect his influence to pay off immediately. I think you're talking about seeing the influence by the end of the year. Uh, I hope that it's as strong as Mr. Budaska's was as compared to Mr. Mabry's. Uh, der, let's see, some delicious sex spots in here. I agree. Carlson is not getting the love he deserves, uh, in my opinion. So, you know, I, it's tough for me because I don't know where national services have Dylan Carlson ranked. I, I don't pay attention to those until I'm, I'm done with my Dirty 35. I want my Dirty 35 to be as much of mine as as 
individually mine as possible for the viewer, for the audience. Uh, so I don't know where the, he is nationally. I will tell you uh, that if you find an, uh, if you find a national outlet that is talking high about Dylan Carlson, that's one worth relying on. Oh, Jesus, I'll add to this list. Gifts, Michael, minor league baseball, cheese, then me. Also that sausage. <laughs> also that sausage you used on me a couple nights ago. That gets priority. Um, make, make Prince Albert clean again from Maggie. Uh, will people start getting to the stadium earlier to watch O'Neill take BP a la Big Mac? You know, uh, Mr. Halberstram, I think that there's a chance that if he starts making those moonshot home runs that you see on a regular basis, then yeah, people will get to the stadium early. I also think that signing more autographs would do that, man. I feel like when I was a kid, I'd go down to a game two hours early with my dad, uh, mess around in the bleachers a little bit, then go down. They, they'd sign autographs and they'd sign them all the way up and down the lines. And I can tell you right now, I don't feel like I saw that from anyone other than the Dodgers and Manny Machado uh, and all the various Dodgers players uh, anytime I went to the Cardinals game in 2018. Uh, let's see. How many starts do they give Wayno before Hudson takes his spot? I'll say 12. Seamart, uh, Simike, Flaherty, Wayno, Reyes. Oh, 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 God, I'd love that. Uh, if you honest opinion, is Nolan Gorman overrated? I don't know. So, again, uh, what I'll tell you is I have Nolan Gorman as a top five prospect in the organization. I wouldn't call him overrated, but I'll tell you that my view on Nolan Gorman is that people got a little too excited about him uh, because he tore apart Johnson City, and then all of a sudden people got down on him really hard because of what happened at Peoria. He was too good for Johnson City. He just wasn't ready for Peoria. He's somewhere in between that talent. He's the kind of player that has immense value one way or the other. Is he overrated? I don't think so. He has a lot to work on. Uh, it's hard for me to say that an 18-year-old who made it to a full-season club, uh, the year that they were drafted, is overrated. But I will say that we're being naive if we don't think that he has serious issues, in particular with his swing. And not with his swing, because the swing's beautiful, but with maybe a hole in his swing uh, that he needs to work out. And I think he'll work him out. It's just right now you can't say definitively it's going to happen. I knew what you were saying, Halberstram. Uh, let's see. Thanks for another night of baseball talk. See you, Kyle. From Jack. Hey, thank you for being here, Jack. And you're on blah, 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 blah. Is Tyler Neal stupid? And he's not. He's actually really smart. Uh, we had the salsa last year. What's going to be the mojo this year from Chandler Hayes? Great question. I'll say, let's see. We've had a cat. We've had a squirrel. We've had salsa. Uh, you know what? I get behind avocados. Avocados are going to be big for the Cardinals in 20. Uh, 19. Any surprise candidates who could beat out Munoz, Jerko O'Neill for a bench spot? Drew Robinson. Uh, you don't need to look any further than anything that the lovely and talented Jennifer Langosh is saying on MLB.com to see that that's one of the things that like, is being hinted at. Drew Robinson's one of those guys. Uh, let's see. FYI, watch out for an article tomorrow from me. Yeah, so keep an eye out on Birds on the Black. Again, tomorrow I will be releasing my write-up for prospect number 30 on the Dirty 35. I believe, and I could be wrong, that the lovely and talented Ben Cerruti is still releasing his projections. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been dead in my Dirty 35. And also, Mr. Adam Van Grek has a, an article ready to go for his uh, law and batting order. You're going to love it. You're going to want to read it. You can find Gorman taking some gnarly hacks in Peoria. He takes gnarly hacks. Uh, Gorman and Montero for Arenado. Uh, Bird and Ham beats two in the bush. I think we went over that already. Uh, Mo Mojo is going to be queso. I agree. Squirrel is to cat as salsa is to queso. I like that. Graham says Tommy Edmond. Uh, Ozuna is going to uh, – Johnny G24 says Ozuna is going to whip up a crappy guacamole and make bank. Uh, bear guacamole. Uh, Kyle run out on the field in a bear costume and shit salsa on the mound. Look, I'm going to be 100% honest with our pad people in here. 
that that Mojo Salsa or whatever that shit was called, that cart made, and they marketed at Schnucks, and I bought at Schnucks, that shit will roll right through you. So if they make it, I'll buy it, and I'll shit on a field. Don't think I won't. I won't have a choice in the matter. You literally poop your brains out. That's what the Mojo Salsa did to you. It's, Mojo Salsa is just a cleanser. That's all it is. If avocados do become a thing, they should be a pad section in Bush Stadium for every game. I agree, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Avengers Cardinals Edition, make up your cast from, from Edwin Pavizic. Uh, wait, did, did Machado just sign with the Yankees? Is that real? Somebody's going to have to tell me. Uh, the Avengers, Captain America is the Canadian Tyler O'Neill, and everything after that doesn't matter. Salsa on an Arby's Euro or Gyro or Juro or Judge and Jury and Executioner. Uh, uh, yeah, that would, you die. You would just die. Uh, do we see Kisner up this year at all? You know, I'll say that he earns a promotion in September. I'm starting to think you need a colonoscopy to assess your irritable bowel syndrome. Oh boy, we're going to have this conversation right now, aren't we? So let me tell you a little story about 10-year-old Kyle. Uh, 10-year-old Kyle started pooping blood. Uh, so I've had colonoscopies. Uh, they thought I had colon cancer at one point. Uh, so yeah, I've had that camera jammed up my ass when I was super young. How do you think I got this weird? Uh, I'm also left-handed. It was an 0 for 2 kind of situation. Uh, so yes, I, uh, I'm all about it one way or the other. According to Nob Bidengale, he got 824, 280. Uh, my cousin Charlie says, whoa, welcome to the chat, Charlie. I just found out that the girl that I have loved for one to four years in my life asked me out last year. Oh, go, go, go get it. Uh, guys, what the fuck, Nightingale just reported Harvard of Cubs, funny. Uh, and I said no without knowing. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that, basement freezer. Well, go track her down and say you're ready to go right now. All right, what else do we have? Sorry, this uh, this got weird. Uh, did you poop blood when you were 10 from eating too much Arby's, Maggie? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, it was, all my parents fed me was Arby's as a kid. It was their, uh, their, um, uh, their first round of gyros, 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 and uh, I was the experimental test baby. I disappeared for the last 45 minutes. We love you. Guys, what the fuck? Oh, we got sex bots reporting the fake claims. Uh, I think Halberstrom is pulling our legs too. Just check Machado story equals fake news. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. Yeah, Halberstrom's in here causing some shit. We don't like any of that, but he's having some fun. Uh, better Cardinals career, Flaherty or Reyes? You know, if I, if you have to guess, you would say, you would say Flaherty, right? Just for health reasons alone. But who has the most talent? Who has the better repertoire? Look, it's, it's Anthony, or Anthony Reyes. Alex Reyes. Sorry, that goes to show you where my brain's at. It's Alex Reyes. He's incredible. Uh, you were patient zero. I was patient zero. I am, I'm carrying the Ebola and the Euro, uh, all in, in one amazing thing. To Arby's for providing us with anal jokes. By the way, one more time, I just want to say, my cousin Charlie gave me this amazing bobblehead of me squinting, and I love it. Uh, can we believe next week's pad will be recapping the Cardinals game? That's right, cousin Charlie. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, was Hunter Ives in here? I don't know for sure. Uh, is that still the first drink tonight? Yeah, it is, Pad Fan Bob. Uh, just my first one. I'm taking it slow. We're about an hour into Prospects After Dark. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I've got for you. I wish I could give you more, but again, I'm, I'm kind of trying to take it slow. I'm off tomorrow, which doesn't make any sense. Normally I have to work on Mondays and I drink way more. Uh, but, uh, you just never know, right? You just never know. 
Uh, and in the background, that noise that might sound like crickets is actually my radiator heating losing its damn mind. Real fast, let's talk about the Dirty 35, right? Uh, have a drink for me from Victoria Dryden. To, Vic to you, Victoria, as always. Yeah, Kiefer is back. Uh, Kiefer Dean Roach says, I had to leave to do work, but I am back, and now I can drink. What are you drinking, Kiefer? Uh, I am drinking responsibly. Uh, uh, so... Uh, so anyways, talk about the Dirty 30. You should get morbidly drunk and pad for next year, for New Year's. Maybe we do that one time. Kyle, catch up. I'm on my second cola and mar... Oh, the, the, I would love to try that, Ashley. Hello from Costa Rica. Wow, the Costa Rican crowd. Hello, welcome to Prospects After Dark. You are way too nice to Justin Williams from Snorting Bull. Let me tell you what happened with that. I'm glad. I want to talk about the Dirty 35. Our prospect number 33 was Justin Williams. He was one of the prospects acquired for Tommy Pham from the Tampa Bay Rays. Let me tell you the mistake I made snorting bull is when I watched his film in Springfield and I watched a lot of it, I thought, man, this guy can be really good. And then when I watched him at the beginning of the season at Durham, I thought his swing isn't as bad as I thought it was. But then I made the mistake of like judging based on that. And I, you know, I also want to say that I didn't really want to put Justin Williams in my top 35 prospects. And the reason I did is because he's already been to the majors and he's one step away. Uh, but with that in mind, like, he is more talented than I had been giving him credit until I watched. And, uh, oh, wait, I, I don't know if he's as bad. I think he still has, like, a wide delta where he could potentially be better than what he's showing. And I'm anxious to see what 2019 has in store for him. Our buddy, Keeper Dean Roach, have you tried Jim Beam Vanilla? Cardinals 11 and 11 says, I have not. Uh, I'll try it one of these days. Do a freestyle rap about Tyler O'Neill to the beat of your radiator. <laughs> Revy Grill, that's a great... I wish I would have done it. Uh, Kiefer saying, I'm drinking Rocktown Vodka. We should all leave caps locks on rest of night. I am off tomorrow, too. Kiefer, I'll meet you halfway. We'll get drunk. Uh, I'm on a fugation and forgot to... <laughs> you, know, but, you know, Mr. Halberstram, look. I raise my glass to you. I hope you're having a great vacation in Ski Town. And good luck finding toenail clippers or fingernail clippers. Ashley says, Kyle, uh, guys, Kyle told me he doesn't do St. Patty's Day, and I need you to help me convince him otherwise. Look, there's one thing you need to know about me, and uh, there's one thing. There's so much you probably shouldn't know about me. Um, I am past the point in my life where I like being around a bunch of drunken people. Uh, I hate fake excitement, and to me, that's what St. Patrick's Day is. You get a bunch of people who are fake excited when really they just want to drink their problems away. Uh, I'm not in that position. I don't like being around that. It makes me feel like I have to be uber responsible. And I'm always feeling like I have to be uber responsible. When I see people drinking, it makes me want to stop drinking and be their parent. Uh, so that's why I don't like St. Patrick's Day. And besides that, it fucks up traffic. And then on the road is a bunch of drunk drivers who almost hit you on Interstate 40 when you're just trying to get home from work. Look, I'm not a big fan of celebrating uh, stupid stuff. And to me, St. Patrick's is really, really, really stupid. Uh, more than likely, St. Patrick's, just like most priests, molested children. Uh, let's see. It's freezing in North Carolina. Uh, last of my Blantons just went down, still freezing. To our buddy Ron Nuttall. Uh, Ron, I raise my glass to you. Hopefully, somebody can get you some booze and help help liven you up, help get you, get you crunk, yo. Uh, cards cheap, see. Hold on. Thoughts on bobbleheads from Cards Cheap, she cheap Seats. A work guy says he goes to the games to watch baseball, not to collect dowels. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of bobbleheads in general, but I'm a big fan of this one. This is the one that my cousin sent me of me squinting at uh, a, a phone screen. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, I'm there to watch games, too. 
Guys, Kyle, let's see. Kyle, do St. Patty's. It's not for me. Uh, larceny here. Hey, to John G. Get, get, get you some larceny. To me, larceny tastes like a fancy Jim Beam. Uh, whatever happened to Dixon Lawrence? Coolest delivery ever. Uh, if you like Dixon Lawrence uh, delivery, you're gonna want to check up Jake. You, you are going to want to check out Jacob Patterson. I'm drinking Crown from the mini fridge in hotel. Good for you. I am off as well. Yeah, James, go boom. All the drinks tonight to all the people who are off tomorrow for the government-sponsored holiday. All us government employees, we raise our glass. Uh, halfway between us is Springfield. I'm sure we could find some Cardinals friends there. We got plenty of Cardinals friends in Springfield. Uh, who needs clippers when you have teeth? God, I'm bad about that. Uh, uh, let's see. Daddy Kyle is all I got from that. I'll be your daddy keeper, Dean Roach. I'll put you on my lap and I'll spank you. Uh, let's see. As a as an active Navy, I can say, Kyle, cheers to government jobs and getting off for every holiday ever. To our members, uh, both active and inactive in, in all of the armed forces and in the Navy, the Army, all of them. Uh, and to all of our former presidents who have died to bring us President's Day on a Monday following a weekend, I raise my glass to Abraham Lincoln, really, because the rest of them are shit. Uh, can we... Uh, let's see... Can we at least talk about how St. Patrick fucked those snakes up in Ireland? Yeah, you know what? I guess it's worth having a drink. I'm all about having a drink and taking it easy. Being around a bunch of idiots who don't really know, it's not for me. Uh, but yeah, two people who murder snakes. Ashley says, St. Patrick's Day is so stupid, but that's what Uber is for now. It's 2019. Good luck trying to convince me that. Ashley, if there's one thing you should be familiar with at this point is that I have no idea what year it is. I have no idea what's going on around me. I barely understand Twitter. It's rare that I'm in a conversation. I miss so much. Uh, tell me what Uber is in great detail. Uh, let's see. So have your own St. Patty's party. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. We should have a Pad Patty's party. Uh, opinion on Marlins Man from Prism the Second. I have no opinions on Marlins Man. I'm jealous of the lifestyle he gets to lead and uh, gets to live rather, and uh, I'm really annoyed by him regardless. I wish he would just, uh, you know, not make it about him sometimes. But you know what? He lives a great life and unbully to him. Uh, let's see. Hooray for being off tomorrow. I agree. Has Wayno and his strike comment already been discussed? We talked about it a little bit, Charlie. Uh, Look, I am. I appreciate anybody who speaks out. Uh, I do think there's some hypocrisy in there with Wayno, but I appreciate what he's saying. And in my opinion, he's right. And some other people's opinions, he's wrong. Uh, and it hasn't uh, stopped them from agreeing to a terrible collective bargaining agreement a couple years back that have put them in this situation that hopefully gets remedied by the time they have to strike in 20, following the 2021 season. Uh, my state school didn't give us off tomorrow. What a scam. Fuck your state school, Quinn. I hate them. Uh, let's see, unless you work for some city that doesn't get off for tomorrow, yeah, blah, blah. Uh, Bartolo Colon to cards, one year, 25 million. I would give Bartolo Colon one year, 50 million. I would have him play second or short or something glorious like that, and I'd reap the benefits of, uh, the emotional trauma that you would create in every child who watched baseball. Well, don't flex on Gregory like that. Uh, yeah, I gotta go to school tomorrow. Big time scam. I'm a state worker and still have to work tomorrow. Damn it, healthcare field. Uh, healthcare field. Don't worry, Maggie. Uh, I will drink to you. I'll have an extra cocktail after this for you. Uh, and for Al, who, by the way, is gonna beat the shit out of that dog in the skills competition. Clark Street STL. Almost got me to spit out my bourbon. 
and says, oh, Shamrock Shakes are back in all capitals. So it's more like, Shamrock Shakes are back! And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll have one of those tomorrow, too. Only for you, Clark Street STL. Uh, really just thinking because the others are idiots. Uh, what's Twitter? That's right. What, what, so you guys think I'm joking. Like, I think that people have a different relationship with Twitter than I have. Because I get on Twitter and I scroll really fast and look for, like, Derek Gould and people for news. And I don't see a lot of what else is going on. And then I go to my, my uh, notifications and I look for conversations. Like, I look for people who tweet at me and ask me questions or want to talk. And I try to respond to them as fast as I can and as coherently as possible. And other than that, I miss everything. I don't have any idea what's going on. A anything in, like, real life that's going on, I'm missing. I, it's crazy, but that's how I operate. Uh, tips for growing a beard. I'm about to have a month off. The tip for growing a beard is to not shave, and that's all I've got for you. Uh, I will convince you to drink at least one green beer with me, and you'll love it. I'm all about drinking a green beer with you in our in my apartment. Uh, Yachty Week on TMA, Picnic Table Week, that is the best. Like, uh, Yachty Week on at Birds on the Black at the end of September was something I felt privileged to be a part of. It was awesome. Uh, but the, the, the thing that happens on the morning after, a local radio program... Uh, on 590, where the first week in spring training, they get the picnic bench right by the clubhouse entrance, is amazing. Check it out. It's Tim McKernan, Jimmy the Cat Hayes, and Douglas Vaughn. Uh, Vaughn was in studio. I love that show. It's everything to me. Uh, John, Jean, Jean, Jean Valjean, the porn star, the French porn star, who is amazing. Uh, no, John Zancana says, to all the teachers who have to have meetings with adults tomorrow while the kids are off, to any teacher out there who has to deal with parent-teacher conference, I raise my glass. I'm operating from behind. Holy cow. Oh, hey, Sweaty Teddy was in here. Hello. Uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna buzz ahead. Cheers to everyone working tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. Shamrock Shakes are back for real. Yes, they are. Uh, how much trouble would Bader get in if his player's weekend nickname was Master? They wouldn't let him do it. Uh, yeah, Ankiel was blah, blah, blah. How much trouble would Bader get in? Blah, blah, blah. Drinks enough bourbon. Drink enough bourbon, and you'll have some kind of Shamrock Shake. LOL. I agree. Uh, drink enough bourbon. And uh, Mr. Halberstrom, to your question about how to grow a beard, drink more bourbon. Why are my dogs so damn cute? Because they're dogs, Travis Janik. They're amazing. Love those dogs. Do me a favor right now. I need you to pet those dogs. I need you to give them some some kisses right here on their forehead. You know their eyes are here. Give them some kisses right here. Let them know that the pad people love them. Mm, seems like beer is no place to be skimpy. Yeah, it's Seth beer or beer, in that matter. Uh, Al's agility training is going great. Today he jumped on the couch and didn't even fall off. <laughs> Good, Al. That's that's a step in the right direction. I see you with the green beer in my apartment. We're already together. She's got a key to this place. Uh, does pad continue through the season? Pad does continue through the season. We will do pad on nights of the week. That the Cardinals don't play. So it might be a Monday, it might be a Tuesday, it might be a Thursday. Stay tuned to Twitter, we'll get you the information. Uh, Ozzy says, thank you from Jay Ferg. You know, Jay Ferg, Ozzy's one of my favorite pups out there. I love that little guy. Thank you for petting him for me. What do you think the strangest thing in Ozuna's locker is? I bet that guy, let's see, what's the strangest thing? I bet you he has some, like, weird lotion in there. I bet you that guy has some kind of, like... Not like shaving lotion or anything weird like that. I bet you he's got some like million dollar lotion that's made of like the scrotum of elephants. That's my guess. Uh, can we get some knee pad? Yeah, <laughs> that's really good, Keeper Dean Roach. Those are usually the kind of puns that I hate. Uh, and I would direct you to C70, Daniel Shoptaw. Uh, but that's what I'm talking about. Uh, beard lotion, maybe. 
Ozuna has a minion action figure. I like that. Uh, top two favorite pitching prospects in the league. Uh, Forrest Whiteley, easy, number one. And Michael Kopech when he's healthy. And if you're still counting Alex Reyes, and Alex Reyes is one of them, but, you know, whatever. A rainbow-colored arm sleeve. That's not really weird, though, you know? Uh, hey, Intern Maddie's here. To our good friend Intern Maddie, who does uh, that, that show also on 590, the Cam Jansen show, I believe. And I swear to God, Intern Maddie, I'm going to come and have a beer with you one of these nights when I'm not completely just the dumbest person on earth. Rebby, <laughs> sorry, Rebby. Uh, is Bleacher Nation the worst account on all of Twitter? I don't know. I don't even know what Bleacher Nation is. Uh, I bet he has a Jobu statue that he offers cigars and rum to. That would be the coolest thing ever. Uh, Sexbot says here, just like Maddie did. Uh, is Jobu? Oh no, Zuna's top two favorite. Blah blah. blah. You have nights like that. Uh, Mets, baby. Our year from Professor NES from the, the, the Sports Network. Uh, it apparently is the Mets year. Let me ask you, Professor NES, uh, not Nintendo into Entertainment System, why do you think it's your year? Now, I love your pitching. And I like Nemo, uh, who I don't think you have anymore, but I like that Pete, uh, uh, that, uh, that Pete Alonzo. I like some of the pieces you have, but tell me why. Uh, fair enough, some odd print rainbow just seems like it would match as much as his green one. I agree with that. Uh, Bleacher Nation is a Cubs account that just talks about St. Louis being boring. Yeah, you know, I got nothing for that. Uh, you're never dumb, Kyle, just oftentimes impaired. That's a really, that's a fair, tough but fair, tough but fair. Uh, Mets are pond scum. Oh, Sweaty Teddy getting after it. What's up, Sweaty Teddy? Guys, uh, come on. Uh, who has a better year, DeYoung or Wong? Oh, God. That's a great question. So, I mean, who has more power? It's going to be DeYoung. Who has better defense? It's Wong. I mean, I think when it's all said and done, they're going to have pretty similar, like, WRC pluses. They're going to have pretty similar, like... I do think DeYoung has a higher OPS plus. I think he probably has a higher WRC plus. But I think that when you're taking into account his defense, you're probably talking about a pretty similar year. And hopefully that's what the Cardinals get because that's good for the Cardinals. <coughs> Pardon me, guys. I'm starting to get weird. Oh, I've got a great idea. Dayquil. Let's take some Dayquil, huh? It's almost bedtime. To uh, Dayquil. We'll get more of that, don't worry. Uh, gotta go write some patient notes while I'm sober and huff. Good night, all. To you, Maggie, I raise my glass to all of your patients. Hopefully you don't give them NyQuil and tell them to drink it with bourbon. Uh, Keichel makes sense for a lot of teams. He makes sense for every team. Any pitcher makes sense for every team. Uh, Kano, Kano breaks out. I think that's a good point. Like, I like Robinson Kano. Uh, on that Mets roster. I don't think he's as bad as a lot of people think he is. Uh, do take NyQuil and stay awake. Come on, amateur hour. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, DayQuil and whiskey. Okay, then. Uh, Pat makes you want to drink bourbon and DayQuil. Kyle, he is going to mash. Well, I got excited and now I'm drunk. That's right, Cooper Dean Roach. DayQuil has stimulated meds. 
Uh, you're going to stay up forever. You'd think so, right? But I'm so tired, Maggie. I've worked so much, and I've read so much, and I've watched so much, and I've written so much. I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, if you had a time machine, which Cardinal would you add to this team? Ray Lankford. The answer is always Ray Lankford. Guys, look at what I'm doing. <laughs> just tell me this isn't the dumbest thing you've ever seen in your life. This is Bourbon and NyQuil. Uh, no Ray Langford allowed. What? What do you mean no Ray Langford allowed? Uh, then Delano DeShields, because I love Delano DeShields. Guys, this is my fault. I'm so sorry. Watch what? Pools. Yes, it's gone. It's not gone. There's still stuff on the side of the goddamn container. Uh, <laughs> this is the scissor episode. Lay Rankford. Lay Rankford. Uh, a couple minutes ago, Hex asks, do you, asks, uh, do you expect the young to make more defensive strides this season? I think Paul DeYoung was a very good defensive outfielder, or defensive, oh my god, I haven't even got to the scissorp yet. I think Paul DeYoung was a very good defensive shortstop last year, and I don't know if he can, he can get better than that. Uh, there's a chance, but I don't know. Uh, if he does get better than that, then you're talking about a gold glove center fielder. I just don't think he has, like, the agility to get better. I think positioning really helped him, and I think that that's the best for him. Look at this bobblehead. Uh, look at this bobblehead. So my first, uh, uh, my first, Cheers to my cousin. It's to my cousin Charlie for creating this amazing bobblehead and sending it my way. Look at this asshole. Look at these assholes. Yeah. Love you, Charlie. Oh, that's not bad. It's really not bad. I like the taste of Dayquil, Kyle, earlier this week. <laughs> uh, why is everyone overlooking Munoz? That's a good question from Basement Freezer. I think the reason everyone's overlooking him is because he doesn't really have a defined role. And then when Carpenter moved to third and Goldschmidt started playing first, it really hurt Munoz's abilities. And then what do you have in the outfield where Munoz might also play? By the way, I'm still doing it. Don't worry. Uh, you have... Two additional players in the outfield. You have Jose Martinez, who just retired his first baseman's mitt, and Tyler O'Neill behind the three starters in the outfield. So it's a crowded thing, and I think that's why people have forgotten about Munoz. Uh, everyone is overlooking Munoz because he is fat. I have the same issue, Halberstram. A Dayquil-flavored bourbon. Uh, we'll call it the Dayquil and bourbon edition. Uh, Munoz is destined to be on the bench, so hype train is parked. I, that's a very good point. I think that that's the best... That's the best way of describing it. Cards have best farm from Professor NES. Uh, they Let me tell you what, Professor NES, our Mets fan, let me tell you what the Cardinals do better than any other organization in baseball. They get the most out of their players that are drafted from like rounds 3 through 40. There isn't an organization in baseball that does better with those players than the Cardinals do. They have some issues with their first-round picks. They have some issues with their second- and third-round picks. But they do more with the draft than a lot of other organizations do. The one thing you can always guarantee with the Cardinals is they'll find some way of maxing out the skills of their less talented players. And I think part of that's because they end up drafting players that are hard workers and smart kids. Uh, that's one thing you read. You like... You come across a lot. You read a lot when you're reading about these kids in college, in high school. Uh, as I start compiling my Dirty 35 list at Birds on the Black that you should read. Uh, like, they just, they draft that kind of player. Why is Vlad Guerrero so thick? Because he's got a big old dick. Uh, we better be buyers, so Jose should be around. I love Jose Martinez. Shout out to, uh, uh, hold on. I thought you said Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy Hazelbaker. Those, for those of you who don't know, Jeremy Hazelbaker is playing in the is playing in Korea for a KBO team, uh, and he's having a lot of fun over there. Look at this guy. I'm gonna put him up here. I'm gonna put Mr. Kyle Reese, prospects after dark bobblehead up there where he belongs, so I don't break him. Uh, way uh, the 13th rounder from 20 2009 ended up being pretty good. That's Matt Carpenter. 
He did indeed, Quinn. Uh, Vladimir Jr. is way thicker than original Vlad. That is a very good point. He's baby fat. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is baby fat Vlad. That's how I would roll him. Uh, Hazel Raker. That's right, Ashley. Good call. Uh, who signs Kaiku? Signed Kaikuchi. It was the Mariners, right? The Mariners have a good connection there. Uh, by the way, you should listen to The Wheelhouse. That is an actual, real podcast with Mariners GM Jerry DePoto. He got into detail about them courting Kaikuchi. It was super interesting. It was wonderful. Listen to The Wheelhouse. It's nice to have a GM that you can listen to that doesn't sound like he's a fucking robot. Uh, that bobblehead seems well made. I've never shake any of mine that hard. Yeah, you know, uh, here's the thing. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I love that DePoto. Yeah, I love that Jerry DePoto too. He's amazing. I'll raise my glass to Jerry DePoto. To you. Where'd my bourbon go? <laughs> oh, God, has your lady gotten a hold of the bobblehead? First off, I don't have a lady. She has herself. Her name's Ashley Crow. She's in here. And, uh... She makes her own goddamn decisions, but I don't think she has yet. She's seen it in a picture. Uh, Kyle shakes his shit hard as hell. You're damn right. I beat this thing like it's uh, like it's meat that owes me money. Who's sexier, Harrison Bader or Tyler O'Neill? I was a ton for a while, but Harry uh, may have taken over Kiefer. That's so. Let me tell you where I'm at on that. So Harrison Bader really beefed up, right? He's a monster now. He's this huge beast, and now his swing is sexy. Man, you know. If I'm being objective, because subjectively it's Tyler O'Neill, I love Canadians. Who doesn't love free healthcare? Uh, and also Prince Albert dick piercings. Uh, if I had a big enough dick, I'd put a Prince Albert right in the middle of that thing. You bet your sweet ass I would. But if I'm being objective, which is what I try to be as an evaluator of prospects, I will tell you that it is almost undeniable that Harrison Bader is sexier than Tyler O'Neill. And it's tough for me to admit uh, but I just want to be honest with the audience. Which Cardinal player would be in a uh, would be in a remake of The Office? Uh, also, well, John Brebbia, easily. He's Creed. Uh, and then Jack Flaherty would probably be uh, 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 Jim. And then Jack Flaherty's girlfriend's sister would be Pam. Hi. There you are. Hi. Hi. And then that's Jack Flaherty's girlfriend over there. Uh, but that's Jack Flaherty's sister, and Gift says that she's mine. Uh, don't get me started on healthcare, god damn it. Henry got that. <laughs> uh, Bader got that flow. I'm still struggling with this Wong DeYoung question. Uh, I'm struggling with every question, Charlie. Mo would totally be Gabe in office. <laughs> that is great. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, in a remake of American Psycho, O'Neill would play Patrick Bateman perfectly. I agree. O'Neill has tats and a Prince Albert, he wins. It's a good point. You know, when you got a dick piercing, you pretty much win at everything. Uh, Brebbia has to be Dwight. No, no. Brebbia, look, he's crazy. One day Brebbia will be like, yeah, one time I was a cult leader. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, he was, just like Creed would. Who would be Dwight? Uh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, Sy Michaelis could kind of be Dwight. He's kind of Jim, too. He kind of has a John Krachinski kind of thing about him. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not smart enough to think about it off the cuff. Uh, can we just make Flaherty's girlfriend the new team mascot? That'd be incredible. Uh, no way he has a PA. He does. 
Uh, my dog, hey, Kiefer Dean Roach, uh, my dog Ghost is here. Would you like to say anything to him? He's listening. Uh, to Ghost, Kiefer Dean Roach's dog, I raise my glass. I want you to be one of the main characters of Season 8 of Game of Thrones as we march to the end. Uh, and I hope that you kick some serious ass. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the CGI version of you on that television there in HBO. Halberstrom ass. Oh my god, that's terrible. Whoever told you to whoever told me to incorporate bourbon into Dayquil was an idiot. It was me. Who else has a Prince Albert on the Cardinals? Uh no one. No one has the balls. Actually, I guess technically no one has the dick, but whatever. Uh Brebria, Brebia is Gob and arrested is, is uh Job. Uh, Brebia is Job and arrested development. That is a great call, Rebby. Uh, Goldschmidt would be White Stanley. I <laughs> I agree with that prism too. Uh, DeYoung would be Dwight. I like that. That's a good call. Uh, Wayno is Michael. Uh, you know who Michael is? Mike Matheny is Michael. Uh, Funko Pop on Flirty's girlfriend. Yeah, all over her face. This guy's a hoot. I'm an idiot from uh, Colonel Lingus. Uh, Matheny would be Michael Scott. Yeah, there we go. Cardinals 11 and 11. O'Neill bench 450 pounds and plays the piano. Tough enough to do both. With a dick, pier with a dick piercing, Randall Rhodes. Don't forget it. Dan Kyle, you've lasted uh, a long time. That's the first time anyone has ever said that to me. Ask Ashley. Allegedly, CGI supervisor said Ghost has big role in season eight. Yeah, now we're talking Keeper Dean Roach. Let's just, you know what? From now on, this is a, a Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, ha ha ha. Matheny equals Michael Scott. O'Neill is is Charles Minor. Uh, I don't know who that is. I don't know. Uh, needed Cherry Nyquil from John Zancana. Look, I've got the regular Dayquil here, the off-brand Dayquil. Uh, Jag might have a Prince Albert. Let me tell you what. Real fast, I did my write-up of Jag for the Dirty 35 uh, a while ago, and I just edited it with the gifts and everything. That arm is beautiful. But let me tell you what I appreciate most going back and watching video of Jose Adoles Garcia, Jag Adoles Garcia, is that that dude loves playing baseball. He has a lot of fun. Uh, I watched him pimp a second-inning home run on an 0-0 count where he threw his hands up in the air right away. I love that. He was just excited. It was a natural reaction. He wasn't trying to show up the pitcher. He was just having fun. I love Jag. And you know what? He might not have a dick piercing, but I guarantee you, you know, you got, the, you got the dick here and you got the balls here. This little area right here between the dick and the balls, that's pierced. Just a guess. Uh, I could see Yachty having some weird piercings. You know, Yachty strikes me as a guy who would have like one nipple pierced and not the one you're supposed to have. And then like, like the perineum and some, you know, some crazy shit like that. Uh, did you just say Job is dead? Job, I'm dead. Gob, I did say Gob. I'm sorry, Ashley. Uh, Yachty would get a Prince Albert and say it didn't hurt. Give me another one. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Tyler O'Neill definitely has a bunch of sex tapes. I hope so. I'll fucking pay every dollar. Uh, what does he, uh, Michael? Hold on. Uh, let's see. Uh, wait, where's Graham? Where's Graham? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Broxton is Kevin. I like that. Lance Lynn is Michael Scott, guys. Lance Lynn is... You know who Lance Lynn is? Lance Lynn would be Robert California. Deadpan, talking about crazy shit. Uh... That, 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 the introduction to Robert California where he interviews for Michael Scott's job is my favorite scene in all of The Office. It's the best scene. It's the most well-written. Watching, watching Jim, like... Moving is like terrified in his own skin watching Toby. I love that. That's my favorite scene in all of the office, hands down. Uh, the Cardinals should make all the rookies get Prince Alberts. That's a good point. I like that a lot. Griffin Roberts is Oscar Bluth. I agree. I like what you're doing there. 
Does that does that make Mike Schilt D'Angelo Vickers? Ooh, I think it does. I think it does. Isn't D'Angelo Vickers? Wasn't that um uh um the guy who plays Luther? Why can't I think of what his name is right now? Oh my god, I'm such an asshole. Uh, he's uh he plays Heimdall in the fucking Thor movies. God damn it, I'm so stupid. Low-key, this has been my favorite pet since Christmas from Ashley. Hello, Ashley. I remember acting sick to drink orange del delsum as a kid. I'm pretending to be sick to drink orange nonsense in my booze. And Charlie Sheen is Peter <laughs> from Austin Stone. Uh, one of these guys needs to, like, carve that zigzag haircut into his head. Update O'Neal now easily wins and sexiest between Bader. Dude plays piano. It's not close. Yeah, you're right, Keeper Dean Roach. I agree. Uh, that's a good point. Bro, Yachty has neck tats. You're right. Good point. Uh, can't argue that. Yachty strikes me as a guy that only has one nut from Randall Rhodes. Does he strike you as a guy who only has one nut? Or does he actually only have one nut? The other thing I'll tell you is when I talked to Benji Molina about the one nut that Yachty has, he didn't tell me that he only had one nut, but he did tell me that when that foul tip happened uh, from the Jordan Hicks pitch, it tore a tendon in his ball sack. And I didn't even know that that was a thing. Like, I just figured it was just semen and balls in there. But apparently there's tendons in there. And it tore one of those. Yachty does give zero fucks. Uh, let's see. I've got, I've missed so many messages. Uh, punishing a minor leaguer before they get paid. They need a Prince Albert would be horrible. <laughs> oh, God. What if the only way you could make it to the majors is if you got your dick pierced? Would you do it? Uh, this is my favorite pad I've ever been in from Keeper Dean Roach. Idris Alba. Idris Alba. That was it. I love that guy. God, I'm so stupid. Uh, what did you think of the Fowler comments? Didn't seem like that is the response you would want. I didn't see him. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, look, as someone who has dealt with depression and anxiety, I need to tell you that I am particularly sensitive to what Dexter Fowler went through. And again, I know that people say the guy made a lot of money. But you know what? Even when you're at your happiest, the thing about depression is it gets you. It has this way of getting you when you're at your happiest. And you can't do anything about it because that's just how your brain is. That's how the chemicals in your brain are. Uh, it sucks. It's miserable. So I didn't see Dexter's comments. Uh, I hope he has a breakout year. The only comment I saw from Dexter is that he tweeted a picture or texted a picture of his swing to Barry Bonds. And Barry Bonds said it was perfect. Uh, I love Barry Bonds. So uh, there you go. Uh, going to get a piercing now. That's right, Randall. Yeah, the best way to make it to the major leagues is to get that dick pierced. Uh, Dexter Fowler will never please these fools. Hey, look. So one thing One thing I do not like. Look, uh, today Halberstram was called a moron a bunch. That's fucked up. Look, don't call each other fools. Don't call each other morons. Uh, if you want to, if you want to be demeaning towards someone, say it about yourself. Other than that, just be cool with each other. Uh, you're right. There is a just say say it as simply as it is. There's a section of the fan base that will never be happy with Dexter Fowler, no matter what he says or what he does. That is a fact, an absolute fact. You cannot deny that. Uh, but again, remember when you start calling them names, you, all you're doing is bringing yourself down to their level and making yourself. Look like them. You're not any better than them. Take the high road. Hey, Graham, what's up? Uh, will Tyler O'Neill get pierced next? My guess is the inside of his dick. Uh, how could a wealthy person get the flu? Suck it up. You're rich. I don't know what's going on there, Josh. Uh, our boy Irving was back on campus last week. Irving Lopez. We love that guy. Uh, Dexter Farley will never please some of these fools. Uh, let's see. I'm reminding you of this 
the next time you call me a dummy from Ashley. Uh, enough of this serious talk. Let's talk about more piercings. I agree. We are all fools and morons. If you don't think so, then take a look and realize that we all suck. That's a great point, Keeper Dean Roach. To Keeper Dean Roach, who realizes that the, the very essence of being a human being is to be a complete piece of shit. Uh, to whoever made you and whoever believe you believe made you. Mm. Uh, great question from Saluki's fan. As the lovely and talented Cardinals gets just send it to me. Uh, is Kevin Woodall on the Dirty 35? He is not. And I, I've got to tell you, I thought that I wrote about him in the prospects at the the, uh, the March of the Prospects article, but I don't know if I did, to be honest with you. I think I completely passed on him, and I feel like an asshole. I wanted to include him in that article. I think I completely forgot. I've got to tell you, look, in the last month, I've written about 70 prospects. I'm over my head in prospects right now, and I missed it. Uh, Kevin Woodall is a big righty who can play outfield, but you want him to play first, who hits for a serious amount of power from Coastal Carolina. He was a 10th-round pick of the Cardinals in 2018. He's one of my favorite personal prospects, uh, and I hope that he makes me look like a piece of shit. Uh, the piece of shit that I am, as a matter of fact, for not incorporating him into the Dirty 35. Uh, I love Kevin Woodall. Uh, again, he's got a big hole in his strike and his, uh, hey Graham, uh, he's got a big hole in his swing. He strikes out too much. That's going to be an issue. But I'm just a big fan of Kevin Woodall. He's, he's huge. He's like six foot three or six foot five or something like that. Big, strong, powerful. He hits moonshots. Uh, Dean Roach, I was looking at, uh, Odubel Herrera, uh, today and man, they aren't great. His best OPS was like 780. Remember, uh, Herrera was a Rule 5 pick, and it goes to show you, and he was good that first year after he was a Rule 5 pick, but it goes to show you how important it is to give these guys proper time to develop. Uh, Kevin Woodall was discussed in March on the prospects. Yeah, when I wrote about my top outfield prospects in the organization, Kevin Woodall was a top 10. Uh, but I don't remember, again, I've been, I've been so into my Dirty 35 that I forgot what I wrote about the, the, prospe uh, the March of the Prospects. I thought that I highlighted him. I don't remember exactly. Uh, but keep an eye on Kevin Woodall out of Coastal Carolina, a big righty with power. Uh, does Bader look bigger than O'Neal now? From Todd. Hey, Todd, uh, real fast, I do want to, I want to, I want to do a legitimate cheers to Todd. Uh, today, Todd celebrated the, his birth, like, not the, like, celebrated the birth of his grandchild, uh, but it was a birthday of one of his grandchildren, and he sent us a picture in our group chat of his beautiful grandchildren. So to Todd Thiessen, Todd, I raise my glass to you. I feel privileged to be a part of the Prospect After Dark family with you. Uh, to, happy birthday to your grandchild, and more importantly to you, sir. Happy, happy, happy day. Let's see. Uh, shouldn't O'Neal be top of the Dirty 35, you know? Uh, plate appearances make you pretty dirty. So the reason I didn't incorporate Tyler O'Neal into the Dirty 35 is he's not rookie eligible in 2019. He has been on the Major League roster for more than 45 non-September days, thus negating his, his rookie eligibility in 2019. If he was still a prospect, in my eyes, he would probably be number one. Easy number one, more than likely. Uh, but since I don't view him as a prospect, I did not incorporate him on the list. A follower said he wasn't playing for a spot, but was playing for himself. However, it got misconstrued. Oh, yikes. Uh, Yachty has a recording studio in Puerto Rico. That'd be awesome. I'd like to have one of those. Uh, All right, so here's where we're at. We are an hour and a half into Prospects After Dark. We've been going and going and going. I'm drinking a drink that's made of motherfucking knockoff Dayquil 
and whatever this is, Knob Creek bourbon, that's probably a good sign. It's time for me to go to bed forever. Uh, so will Yachty become a coach somewhere in the organization? I, I, th- I would think so. I don't know what in what capacity it will be, but I would think he will. Will Yachty, blah, blah, blah. Uh, meaning if he played to his standards, he would be a starter. Let's see. That was from uh, uh, Jake. Knob Creek, is, Knob Creek is strong as fuck. This is that 50% stuff. Uh, let's see. Let me go back up here. I can't find it now. Somebody asked, oh, hey, Tara's here. We'll take a real... So, with Tara being in here, now's the perfect time to get into it. My Birds on the Black family is amazing. Uh, Tara and Adam Van Grack. First off, Adam Van Grack is going to have an article for you tomorrow. Uh, Law and batting order. Keep an eye out for it. It's amazing. But Tara, myself, myself to the smallest degree because I don't have enough time. But Tara Wellman, who is just amazing and wonderful and somebody I feel privileged to engage with on a semi-regular basis. Uh, we're working on something with the minor leaguers. I'm not going to be able to be involved in it as much as I would like. But you're going to want to keep an eye on Tara. She does Chirps. She does Winter Wonderland. Chirps is with Alex Christofoli, who is my favorite writer in the blogosphere. Uh, it's amazing. It's great. Uh, the Birds on the Black family is amazing. Between Adam Van Grack and Eric Manning, who wrote a really compelling piece about the DH in the National League. Uh, Tara, uh, Alex Christofoli, Nicholas Childress, Shilton Chill, and Chill. Uh, Cards Gifts. Uh, Chuck Brownson, Stu Stiles, who will be giving you the best game recaps that you can find on the internet for any team uh, once the season starts. We have an amazing family. Uh, Cards Cards, who's going to do his Cardinal Sin. He's working on his 2018 season in retrospect right now, which is honestly... And I'm not, you know, I have my little head bangs with Cards Cards, but when he does his season in retrospect thing, it's the best thing you'll find on the internet about the Cardinals. I love it. It's amazing. Uh, to my Birds on the Black family, uh, I raise my glass to you. You're incredible. I can't say it enough how privileged I feel to be a part of it. Uh, you make me want to do the best I can on the Dirty 35s I point to my whiteboards. Uh, you make me want to thrive for you to be the best that I can be for you. Uh, mostly the cards gifts. I've raised my glass. You guys are incredible. Uh, sorry. <laughs> We're going to need a little bit more bourbon for that last cheers there. Uh, to the bot. Yeah, that's right. Victoria to the, the bot B people. Uh, let's see. Thanks for the fun first pad guy. Hey, my pleasure. Pad fan, Bob. Thanks for being here. When will all of your birds on the black people get verified? Verification doesn't mean anything. Remember Twitter doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Uh, my son just came in and said, Daddy, time for bed. Put your phone down. Looks like I'm out. See you later, Bob. Uh, media found them. Blah, blah, blah. Evening, uh, Tara. So is O'Neal a rookie for the 2019 season? He is not. Basement freezer. Uh, he is... You'll find... You will find Tyler O'Neal on a lot of prospects list. But he is not qualified. He does not qualify for that list because he has... Surpassed the 45 days of Major League experience on the 25-man roster, non-September related. Do you know anything about Ben Rordvet from the Twins organization? I know nothing. I'm sorry about that. Thanks for helping me learn more about the team. I love it. Hey, my pleasure. Uh, you're you're you a go, Kyle. Thanks for for the weekly entertainment and information. It's my pleasure, Hex. Thank you for being here. So, you guys know how this goes. To all of our pad people, our prospects after dark people, you guys make this worth happen, worth doing. You make it worth every second, every little bit of energy, 
every week, week in and week out. Uh, if you watch this, you know that you're part of the resistance. Uh, the resistance. I raise my glass to you. Without the pad people, we wouldn't do this. Uh, it was kind of a light night tonight. We know that. Uh, but I'm just really excited to be a part of this. You make it all worth doing, so I raise my glass to you. My pad people, uh, you're fucking incredible. I drink no water. No, look, so uh, Albertson said, Halberstram says Kyle's getting drunk and emotional and cheering every three minutes. This is what we do at the end of every episode, Halberstram. Uh, to you, I raise my glass of water. But that's all I have for you tonight. We're an hour and a half into the Prospects After Dark on a Sunday night, February 17, 2019. Uh, for everybody, again, thank you so much. Go to Birds on the Black. Check out my Dirty 35. You'll have five write-ups, Prospects 35 through 31. You will also be able to find, if you subscribe to the Birds on the Black podcast on iTunes, you'll be able to find uh, the Dirty 35 podcast that I wrote for Prospects 35 through 31. Check out Winter Warm-Up from Tara. Check out Chirps from Alex Chris Foley and Tara. We did it with Ben Cerruti this past week, who's done it with uh, Nicholas Childress. Check out, subscribe to Birds on the Black podcast. It's amazing. It's wonderful. We give you amazing content. Uh, completely for free, by the way. Enjoy that. Uh, check out the Dirty 35 tomorrow. I will have prospect number 30 Monday morning. Connor Jones, prospect number 30, right-handed relief pitcher out of the University of Virginia. Second round pick in 2016. Just one step away from the major leagues. He'll be a bullpen piece similar to how uh, Connor Jones is. That's a little uh, 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 spoiler alert for you. Uh, but for all of my pad people, for everybody at Birds on the Black, for Cardinals gifts, I want to say thank you so much again for being here on a Sunday night for Prospects After Dark. Uh, again, if you watch this, if you're listening to this in the podcast, you're part of the resistance. Uh, bring your questions. Bring your comments. Tell me how to make this better. I want to do it for you. Uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. For Mr. Jason Hicks, uh, Mrs. Jennifer Hicks, for Mr. Jordan Hicks, uh, everybody at Prospects After Dark, everybody at Birds on the Black, I raise my glass of water as I'm completely parched and out of, out of voice. And I say I love each and every one of you. Uh, and as always, uh, happy hunting.